Here is your Monday podcast. It is a follow-up episode from Thursday's bonus on Patreon, where if you've listened to that already, if you've done your homework, you'll know me and Daniel have COVID. We've done a good job of avoiding it. We spent 18 months without a job just so that people wouldn't catch it. And then we caught it anyway, just as we started touring again. So the two I got cancelled for a couple of weeks. We got locked down and put in isolation. So we've been doing the podcast remotely. This is part two of the trilogy. Um, we've got a lot more energy. We're feeling a lot better. We just we still have to isolate, you know. Um, and it is also a follow-on from last week's episode because we'll pick up some of the same topics, namely the toilet toilet brush. I keep calling it a toilet brush because it is one now. The toothbrush that fell down the toilet. And we'll ask for your opinion on that. And some of you were wrong and I was a bit rude to you in this podcast. If you went with Team Cream, chances are I was a little bit rude to you in this podcast. All right. I'll apologise now. I've been rude to people this week. There's another story in there where I was rude to a volunteer worker from the NHS. And I'm I'm not having the best of week for upsetting people. So if you get caught in the crossfire, then just just have some sympathy that I've been really unwell, okay? (laughs) It was a fun podcast. It was nice chatting to them. And uh, we'll be out of quarantine and touring very soon. So please enjoy these lockdown potties. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? Welcome to Sloss and Humphreys, Muggins and Cream in quarantine, mm, isolating I, some more. How's your, uh, how's your COVID? It's lots, lots and lots better now. I've been, I've been shite in the mornings, Daniel. Aye. And then getting better as the day goes on. Aye, so just exhaustion. I, I just exhaustion, pure meh, like, just no energy at all, no get up and go. My thumbs uh, work, so I uh, platinum to Horizon Zero Dawn, which I think I already tell you about, and then right. started playing Gods of War. Um, I the only symptom I've still got left is the. Uh, oh, I mean, I've got a little bit of a cough, but it's like a regular cough at this point. But the exhaustion is a motherfucking man. Like the way I describe it is, every time you wake up in the morning, even if you've had like between eight and ten hours sleep, you know when you've got to wake up at six a.m. right. Uh, and you set an alarm for 6am and you wake up and your alarm's not gone off and you roll over and you go, oh, please be, please be two or three in the morning. Please be two or three in the morning. So I've got like four hours left and you roll over and it's 6.25. You've slept in. And you're just like, oh God, I've not had enough sleep. This is fucking awful. It's that all day long. Um, I've been waking up with a super druth as well. You know what's been good, right? Because I'm an old man now, Danny. I need a piss at least once in the middle of the night. Aye. So when I get up for that piss, which is usually like three, four in the morning, I have a paracetamol then. That's a good shout. And then yeah. I wake up. I wake up and it's kicked in and I find the morning's a lot easier. Uh, Cullen, by some fucking miracle, has still tested negative to this. Wow. It's because of his gills. It filters out the the COVID molecules. Well, and Yeah, yeah. That, that or the vaccine that works. Uh, are the the spores that he releases like kind of counteract it? They cling onto it and actually rape the COVID. Uh, <laughs> Do uh, I just filter out? Cara, on the other hand, is so she tested positive like two days after me. So like I'd been sleeping in the spare room uh, just because I didn't want to fucking infect people, and I was just sleeping most of the time anyway, feeling shite. And then uh, at like four in the morning or five in the morning on Thursday, she came and she's like, Daniel, I've got COVID as well. And I was like, oh, all right, okay. Um, and she's like, you can come back to bed. And I'm just like, I'm fucking in bed. <laughs> like that could have waited until, like, don't get me wrong. I'm glad you want to fucking sleep together again. But like, could this not have waited until I actually woke up naturally? And then you told me. <laughs> um, but her <laughs> symptoms have gone fucked now. So she just had... Like a sniffly nose for a couple of days. She's like, I feel fine. Like, I just feel like I've got a little bit of a cold. And then today, she'd always taken Monday off of work because we were going to do a massive, just a spring clean of the house, right? And that was compounded when we were put into isolation again. 
I was like, fuck it, let's absolutely gut the house from top to bottom, right? And I'm talking empty, like, full-on cleaning, like, taking out the fucking drawers and cleaning the drawers on the inside. Yeah, like, so that, that's what you've done today? Oh, we're about halfway through, aye. So we're well, still this, going... this is good progress, because I now, if, if, if my symptoms were anything to go by, earlier in the week, I couldn't have fucking lifted a finger and like that, chore-wise. I had a, had a serious case of the CBAs and felt like a teenager. Right. Well, that's what Kara's got unconveniently <laughs> today. And it was just like, so I woke up and she, and she, and she was just like, can we She's delay it? She was like, can we delay it till tomorrow? Can we do it tomorrow? And I'm like, Kara, man, like, look, we had, I had the fucking weekend off. I'm feeling better. And you, you put your up, feet up. Aye, you just go to bed. Just have a fucking sleep. And me and Cullen will do it. And I fucking tell you what, he's a good little cleaning gremlin, that Cullen, man. Mm. Like, One foot in front of the other. Aye, so we we so what we did because obviously we've still got like fucking isolate from each other, but because we're cleaning as well, we're both just fucking walking around wearing vests because we're getting sweat vests and marigolds, right? <laughs> as as we, as we like do different rooms, so that like I'm cleaning one room that he's not in, he's cleaning a different room. Why, uh, why, why, am I, why am I fucking picturing the uh, the alien, even though I can't picture anything? The alien from Family Guy. What's the card I again? don't know. No, it's not Family Guy. You're thinking of American, American Dad. American Dad, yeah. Aye. Uh-huh. Aye. There's people out there, uh, there's people out there who think uh, American Dad is better than Family Guy, and those are the exact same morons that think Futurama is better than The Simpsons. Yeah, they're just wrong. It's decent, like it's decent, you'll put it off like, and hey, else or you're, whatever. You're allowed to enjoy both. Of course you're allowed to enjoy both. But don't just have that opinion just because you're sick of having the same opinion as everyone else. Like if it was written by somebody else, it wouldn't it, like it was the exact same cartoon, but it didn't have the accolade of Family Guy attached mm. to it. Yeah. Half the people wouldn't watch it. Uh it's so I mean I mean we're only fucking halfway through the cleaner now. I've just I've sprayed ovens with oven cleaner just now. So, so those set. are all I so ready to wipe when you go back. Uh, getting there and then the like fucking going through I'm cleaning the tops of spice lids. Uh, like, I'm cleaning out everything we've got. Ah, nice. Aye. Uh, that's that's good when you when you start getting like properly carried away. Like you do, you you kind of polish the handles on the cupboard doors and well, that. You just get you just so like you are you're a consistently tidy and clean person. I would say. Aye. Like you know when I when I do the bins, I wipe like when I take the recycle bin out and empty it. I'll give that a spray and a wipe before I put it back in the, the bin. I do that, but just because I fucking hate the stink of bin juice, like Aye. just so much, and also like bin bags leak. Uh, but I. I, I mean, Gene always used to say, like, there'd be a time when I would come back from tour and I would just fucking nest for two days. And it's what I would do is because I hadn't been in the house for three or four months. Like, yeah. my way of just sort of mentally reclaiming it to myself is cleaning it from fucking... Yeah, you've been looking forward to singing it. You're going to get to know it intimately. Aye. <laughs> uh, and then hopefully, hopefully, at the end of this fucking spring clean, which is not going to end until tomorrow at this point, like, we're just... Uh, like, we're, we've done... But we've done... Is, is the house still in the... Like it's dirty. Other than when we started phase, because you got everything out. Yeah, yeah. We'll put it. Yeah. So like, it feels the, like it's never gonna end that phase. Everything above, everything above floor level, like everything one inch above floor level in the living room is absolutely fucking spotless. But fuck me, is that floor fucked? Because I'm just, uh, yes. I'm just, I'm uh, wipe, I'm wiping everything off onto the fucking floor at this point. Sort of sweeping it as way as much as I can. That's gonna but, be your end, boss. Aye, but that's the last bit. The last bit you do is the fucking floors. And then uh, and then I keep saying to Colin, I keep saying to Colin and Cara, and I'm just like, let's try it. Like, and once we've done this, let's try and keep it clean. And they both look at me and they're like, you know it's you. <laughs> like, you know it's you. <laughs> You're the reason it's this messy. We tidy up as we go along. Cara regularly fucking cleans the place. But I'm the cunt that just sits there and be like, I tell you what, I'm not going to do anything now. But in six months... I'll put a fucking shift in. <laughs> uh, so you're, you're doing all of your day-to-day cleaning all in a wanna. Just get it out. Just fucking well, get it out. I, th- I think it's real positive saying that you're feeling better, mate. Because that's... Uh, I do, that, but that, man... That's something I couldn't have even fucking thought about doing last week. Everyone pray for Cara, because I, like, I th- also she, like, she came down very briefly, 
and she's like, can I help? And I was like, no, you'll be fucking useless and you'll just get in the way. Just go back upstairs and her muscles had started to hurt. And I was like, oh, fuck, you might just be at the start of this at this point. She might have a couple of fucking days left. <coughs> but we're doing well enough that to everyone in fucking Bristol and... Birmingham? Uh, no, 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 Birmingham's fine. I thought that's what you were going to say, that what we're doing. Yeah, the, the ones we cancelled. So Portsmouth and Bristol, those have already been rescheduled. And Brighton, Brighton. And Brighton. The They're going to be rescheduled for like a month or two away. We're not going to keep you waiting too much. Thankfully, uh, because, uh, well, if you want the truth of the matter, because every comedian in the UK's tour was cancelled, uh, everyone is trying to reschedule their tour at 100% capacity because they are lazy comics. They are lazy, lazy touring comedians and none of them can be armed to fucking do four shows so the way it works is if you're selling out a 1200 seater and that 1200 seater is reduced to a three uh, 30 sorry 25 percent capacity that means you do you it four do, times you do it four times and and that's what we're doing we and try to do so, four times in leeds four times in newcastle and that's how we're going to keep it going four the only reason just so you know all these comedians that have fucking rescheduled the thing right they could be performing in your city they just don't want to because they're lazy fucking comics who just want to do a one-off show and then fuck off because they hate your town. Unlike us, who hate your town, but still come. <laughs> stay anyway. <laughs> we still stay anyway. For you. Uh, for you, the for listener. You. Speaking of towns we fucking hate, Birmingham. Jesus Christ, your traffic is the worst in the world. The worst road system in the UK, and that is including London. Birmingham, despite the fucking shitness of your roads, we're coming in. Well, I'll still be there on Friday when Cara's at the peak of her illness. Uh, so, so um, do... Well, I mean, it's already fucking sold out. But just understand that we're going to honour the tickets that we do. Oh, no, but I can only play to 25% of the people. Oh, right, okay, well, then why don't you be a fucking professional comedian? Because uh, we, I was told I got phoned by the test and trace and I was told I had to isolate until the 25th. But before I was told I had to isolate until the 25th, uh, I hung up on them. <laughs> oh, yes, please, for the love of God, let's discuss this. Me and Cullen were dying the other day, right? Please. That's not so bad. No, 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 no start get... the story from the top, come on. I managed to get me apologised. The, the, no, Let's not. You're not a good guy, yeah? Okay. Let's talk about what a fucking wanker you were to a right. volunteer for no reason. Ring, 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 ring. Right. Hello? Right. 0800 number. Right. Uh-huh. I picked it up. Hello? Hello there. Is that Mr. Kai Humphreys? It's like, I'm, t- I'm talking like sweet old Scottish man. Like, Aye. like, maybe he's a pensioner. Like, should you be working? Yeah. Just sweet old Scotchman. Hello, is that Mr. Kai Humphrey speaking? I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. And they were like, hi, it's uh, it's such and such from Test and Trace here. Where, um, I'm just phoning about your positive result. I was like, oh, yes, okay. And they were like, okay, but before I carry on, I'm going to need to confirm a few details off you. Can you tell us your name? And I was like, well, you, you just give us me names. <laughs> it's, Kai, it's, Kai, it's, Kai, it's Kai Humphreys. You just said it. I'll give you that one back. Right. He was like, and I'm, I'm going to need your, your number as well. Can I get your number? And I was like, um, you just rang us off it. You just you just rang this number. It was like, oh yeah, it's in case it cuts off, so I can ring you back. And I was like, well, if it's the system, that's fed him the number. Fair enough, right? Oh seven eight six oh blah. I'm not going to read it out on the podcast. Nelly did though. <laughs> Nelly did. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just went, right. And I'm going to need, <laughs> I'm going to need your postcode and the first lady address and your date of birth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, you're not. You're not gonna. You're you're not gonna need that. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, we just need to confirm it to you. And I'm like, I need to confirm who you are. You just like, like anybody can look on me fucking Twitter or my Instagram, find out I've got fucking COVID, ring us up and just start harvesting me data. Uh-huh, ah, right? right, 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 right. I understand vaguely your paranoia here. Right. He's not asked for your mother's maiden name. He's not asked for your bank account details. He's not asked, asked for yes, your long credit yes. card. Oh, right, so when you get there, that's when you put up yes. the fucking walls. Already? Like, oh, man, the, already. It's not even your full address. He just wants the first line, not the postcode. He just wants that little bit. It's just a little confirmation. Well, already it feels a bit like too much because I, like, I've got, I've, I spent uh, a monthly amount on a PO box because mm-hmm. people wanted to send us housewarming gifts and Christmas stuff, like, in the last previous months. And stuff from your knitting stream. People wanted to send us yarn and that. And I was like, I was, I was getting stuff sent to Marlena, which I felt like was already a bit weird. So I set up the mm-hmm. PO box because I don't want to give me address out to random people. But anybody who could just get hold of my number knows I've got COVID. Use that as a guise and ask for my address when I'm going to be away and this is where my wife lives. 
I, I'm just on high alert for shit like that, man. Like, I, I, I literally <laughs> took this took this phone call, and the guy starts harvesting data. There's no bedside manner. And they're like, oh, how are you doing? And he's like, oh, I heard you got a positive result. How are you doing? Oh, uh, so I'm just going to prove it to you. Can you give it? And like you said, it didn't get to the... F- and I, I said to the woman when I spoke later, I was like, I didn't know how many questions I was going to answer before they were asking for the three digits on the back of my card. Uh, like, right, so that's the one you don't answer. <laughs> I, but I'm looking at it. So this is what I did do. I went, okay, I've told you what I'm willing to tell you, my name and my number, because you've already Aye. got it, right? Aye. But if you're not, if you're not a con artist... Because one of the things he said as well is, I wouldn't do that to you, which is a very sweet thing to say. Uh-huh. But it's going to take more than the word of the con artist. You know what I mean? Man, I just, like, literally, you were told, like, you were texted by the NHS, we are going to call you from this number, from an 0800 number within the next 24 hours to track and trace. And you'll be there be like, this is some fucking clever cunt trying to work out where I could live. Because, you know, the, the internet's a dangerous place and people just want to murder my wife. While I'm away, they'll check me tour dates, they know my way in Birmingham with Daniel, and they're going to get, they've got the first line of my address, they can just backwards it from there, and they're going to go in and they're going to murder is this is this Glasgow paranoia coming from a man that lived in fucking London oh, for mate, five fucking mate, years? Mate, did you just dive in with your address? The fucking what? I bet you some absolute psychos want to get hold of you. But uh, mate, uh, you've connected, yeah. you've connected to them, you've talked to them, you've made them feel special. Like the fucking, some people think they're a lot closer to you than they ever man, if have ever, any fo- right to believe. If somebody it, phones up from an 0800 number and this is this yeah, and I've just reported that I've got fucking COVID. I'm not on high alert. I'm like, are there? Here's the first line of my address: so one, yeah. two, three Hill Street. So here's what got us. This is why I hung up in the end, right? I can't. So you've got. I said to him. So you, you just need me to prove I'm me. You've got my address in front of you already. You don't want yeah. my address. You just want to know that I know my address. Yeah. And he went, yes. And I went, right. Well, I can tell you it's a Glasgow address and I can tell you my birthday's in July. I feel like that's a fucking bit, enough data for you to co- confirm it with what's in front of you. And if you need any more than that, you want me to tell you my address? And he, and he what's he going to do with your address? He can it, Google your address. It's on systems. And then he, and then he just goes, he just goes. Now I'm going to need it. And I was like, well, we're stuck then because I need you to prove who you are. But how? How? <laughs> what do you have to corroborate who he is? Well, no, you can't. You couldn't prove who he was because right. <laughs> but mate, also, I don't need this phone call. You, no, but legally it has to take place so they can work out who you've given it to, so we get, so we can open this fucking country up. So what what are the what are what are the um, precautions for somebody answering the phone and then pretending to be me and getting the COVID advice that they don't need? Is that what they're trying to cover for? Because that seems like a lot less dangerous to give somebody COVID advice they don't need than for me. It's not me. COVID advice. That if they want to get the phone numbers and the names of the people that you have been in contact with in the last four days so that they can phone those people and tell them that they've been in contact with someone who has tested positive for COVID-19, that they have to therefore self-isolate, and then they talk to those people, and that's what track and trace is. Oh, I'll give your details. You should have just asked for that. <laughs> right, but I just it's such an insane level of paranoia for it's, like, no, it's not mate I, I'll, I'll tell you where it comes from there's fucking so many middle aged women around us that have been scammed mm-hmm. it's, always, it's always a friend's mum or like a friend's auntie right but and, old people are thick as fuck man ah and I just I just didn't want to be that I just was like oh my god like I, I'm profiling myself in the innocent Luddite bracket is no, you were is, being rude to a volunteer who took time ah, out of his retirement to try and get this country open sooner. Mm-hmm. And I felt really bad about it. And I come off the phone call, right? And <coughs> I googled the number. And when I come up, right, it went. There are lots of scams going around because obviously people are fucking. If this is how easy it is, if this is how, if you just need to find out someone has COVID, ring them and then start asking for that data, right? That's how easy it is. So, of course, there's millions of scams. And they were like, the trading standards was like, this is the number that's coming from when it isn't a scam. And it was the number that rang us. And then I asked you about it and you were like, yeah, I think you've just been rude to a volunteer. For, <laughs> and, then, the- and then the rang is back and it was this lady went, hi, I'm, I'm aware that we've just called you. Uh, I'm just wondering if you're willing to speak now, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I've done my research. Right, I've I've done my research. 
I did trust this number now, but at the time, a strange number rang us and started asking for my details, and I stopped after giving them a couple of details because I was like, who even fucking does this? And then I was just like, look, get me apologies to that guy if you can, because I'm really sorry, but fucking caught us properly off guard. Psychopath. Man, I think that... Also, I am... First line of your address, Jesus Christ. Like, oh, not your mother's name and name, not the name of your first fucking pet. Not, none of, like, oh, you know, where are you going to be on this fucking but, date? Give us your email. Just, you know what it is? I'm, it just rings you now, like, if someone had funded me card, they've yeah. already got the information that they need apart from me address, the billing mm-hmm. address. So, I'll like, if somebody finds your card, they could just ring you and ask for your address, pretend to be the NHS. Like, it's fucking much better to be or, or they, or they could be just, phoning you up to be like, hey, what's your address so I can post you your card back? And you're like, fucking, I'm not falling for this scam, you motherfucking piece <laughs> I'll of cancel shit. my card. I fucking, yeah, I'll just cancel my card. I'm not going to fall for that. You've t- you've turned into me. I don't know how this has happened. You fucking just hate the public and you've got no trust in uh, any normal human being. Yeah, I've uh, I've I've been wit- I've been witness to a few scams lately that I just refuse to be even even if Sophology rang is new, which by the way, Sophology still haven't given me footrest like the <laughs> co- coach arrived, not the footrest, right? The f- I finally get in touch with them and they went, Oh, we'll book the delivery for like fifteenth of June or whatever. Fifteenth of June just came and went and knew I kinda get hold of them again. Aye, I th- I just don't think you should ever order from Sophology ever again. I mean, uh, I'm certainly never going to do it after this story. I also looked into it, and the trust pilot result comes from the, um, anybody who's had an experience in the shop has been uh, pushed into towards trust pilot and give goes trust pilots because they've had uh, a good experience in the shop. Everyone's put that forward before that they had the delivery. Um, because anybody who puts it in after it was delivered or while they're waiting in the delivery process, they're all at one. So anybody, every, the only reason Sophology has good Trustpilot reviews is because they push them in before they fuck people over, before people even have their couch. Sophology's the fucking devil, man. It's the worst company. I hated them the second I bought a couch. I walked into a store, I was like, can I have this one? And they were like, yep, a month away. And I was like, no, no, I'll just put, no. the, I can see you've got a van at the back there, stick this one there. Oh, no, this is a display only. Well, no. fucking have stock. Uh, we've had this run. I uh, will have. And um, I just feel like they've, they've got good products, so people will still shop there. That product, that, like the sofa that arrives in mint. But, uh, but however, man. Changing the subject slightly, do uh-huh. we have any emails about how much of a cycle you are with toothbrush? Right, so... Because um, my mum got in contact. Okay, what did your mum say? I'm interested to hear this. Latest podcast. Kai is so wrong. Throw away a perfectly good toothbrush, hotel toilet disinfected daily, then only used by them, not a public toilet, but share a toothbrush I'd with this... just had a shit list. With the same woman he won't kiss in the morning, so he won't have a risk a slight hint of morning saliva, but he'll happily use her no, toothbrush to mash her saliva in her mouth. Uh, use her toothbrush to mash her saliva and mouth bacteria into his gums. You're just showing where you got it from there. That's all you're doing. You're oh, just yeah, saying, yeah. oh, he has the psychology behind why I'm a fucking trap. Yeah, or, 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 or the science from the PhD having scientist. Right, so the um, the kissing thing for me, right? That's just the experience, right? It's just no, it's, a, fine. it's it's just a like I'd rather just you've, you've got an ensuite bathroom. My bathroom isn't that far from me bathroom from my bedroom. It's so much easier to just go and fucking sort your mouth out and have a much better experience. That's that's all it is. Like I don't think she's gonna catch anything off us. I don't mm-hmm. think it's rank. I, I, like I wouldn't go uh, kiss my girlfriend. I would just make some adjustments. That's all I was saying there. Now the toothbrush thing, right? I, I've getting I get I get the memo. It, I'm not gonna catch anything. It is definitely mind over matter, right? But I'm not gonna use. I'm not gonna put the toothbrush in my mouth that's been down the hotel toilet. In the same reason, you're not gonna drink out of an England cup. It just feels wrong. It just right. feels okay. So dirty, it's right. So you're right? admitting it's it a rational. No, I I, th- I think. Well, I didn't think I'm gonna catch anything, right? But the whole thing is my whole thing from the start is I don't need to put that in my mouth. It's been in the toilet, and I'm in a position where I didn't need to pick it up and put it in my mouth, Danny. And the, ch- it, the tip it, is changeable. I know, the, t- the tip never even went in, right? It's the fucking handle of your toothbrush went down the toilet, and I didn't want to put the cunt anywhere near my mouth. It went down a hotel toilet. I just had a shit in it, flushed the chain, right? Like, the fucking... You literally, I had, a, I had a shit yesterday, right? And I looked at the fucking the clip of the toilet, right? Aye. And I'm like... 
What he would put? That's what I was thinking because I've been ruminating on this. Oh. You'd put you pour a fucking bucket of water over that, dip your toothbrush in it, and just give it away, dude. I was like, how oh, yeah, man? Has some self respect. Oh, I take I take the I take the toothbrush off. I go, oh, that tip's probably gross, and I'd throw that tip away, and then and then and then I'd take the toothbrush, which is just plastic on the outside, like there. It's meant to get wet. It's uh-huh. waterproof. I'd run that under like a fucking boiling the boiling hot tap that I've got. Give it a fucking wipe with a bit of soapy water, and then I'd stick a brand I, new lid on the top, a brand new top on the top, and I go, "Oh, new toothbrush." Ah, uh, and I would also get an England cup. I would pour a cup of tea in it. I'd pick it up by the handle. I'd drink it, and I'd go, "That cup of tea is the same as every other cup of tea." You know that's a shite analogy. <laughs> it's a right? fucking mate. It's a, it's the it's the analogy I'm going for. Because right. Just as is, long as you're aware that it's like Natalie's listening to this, well, going, "That's a dog." Well, can I tell you analogy? something? Can I tell you I, something? There's fucking way less at stake to drink out of a fucking different team's cup than there is to pull a also, fucking you know, toilet a, a toilet toothbrush and you're aware your that I've never refused to drink this is a hypothetical scenario you've so, absolutely pulled out of your arse so I've um, I put the Patreon comments have been open to suggestion mm-hmm. and a handful of people have been team Muggins a handful of people have been team Cream some of them have been I'm team Muggins about the toothbrush I'm team Cream about the morning kissing right and, and there's been enough comments to vindicate me where they're like yep toilet uh, t- uh, hotel toilets and near me mouth don't need to go together there's, there's enough to validate to vindicate us right and there's enough to vindicate you I'll tell you what I didn't accept at all from the comments and this is a handful of people like half a dozen people the people that can 100% team cream, a team cream all the way. That's far too much enthusiasm for what it is. It's it's a toilet brush down the toilet. It's a toothbrush down the toilet, right? You can be like, I, I'm, I'm with cream on this one. You didn't act like you wanted it to happen. Didn't give it, the, didn't give it the energy like you're fucking keen to dip your toothbrush down the toilet. Oh, I'm 100% cream. Hey, look, I do it all the time. I took, I, 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 I sometimes like, like, you didn't come at it with that energy, man. You can look, I fucking... Sorry, your toothbrush fell in the toilet, but I'm team cream on this one. I would have wiped mine down. Like, I'm afraid. Oh, you should have just wiped it down, Kai. Now it's going to happen. It's mine, our matter, right? There the should be an element of sitting on the fence, but leaning towards just getting your toothbrush out of the toilet and wiping but, it. There should, the never, fact- there should never be like a 100%. Are you mad? Are you uh, bonkers? You're not just putting your hand in the toilet and grabbing it and f- putting it straight uh, in your mouth. But like, that's, how, that's how wrong people think you are. <laughs> no, nah, this is how much people want to be seen by you, Daniel. They just want you to, they just want you to notice them, that's all. So the people... Uh, the people that lean towards you, I give them it. But you know the people that jump on your dick about it? I'm like, come on, man, it's a toothbrush in the toilet. You're 100%, 100% that. I, no questions. I, I, I'm zero questions. I'm zero 100%, questions. I'm 100% nah. zero questions. My oh, logic is infallible. I just unplugged you. Hold on. I cannot, I cannot hear your rant. It's for the best. Oh, I'm oh you the fucking us. goal of this to claim I was the one ranting. <laughs> I missed, I missed the last couple of minutes. Uh, couple don't of worry, don't worry. They're laughing. Mm. Aye, uh, there was like there's part of this when when there was people saying 100 percent and team cream all the way. And none is, te- is this your way of telling me that there was nobody that was 100 percent muggins? Is that? Uh, oh yeah, uh, there, was, there was people like and uh, that doesn't go in your mouth. Right, but <laughs> you're not angry at them uh, actually, for being 100 percent that I way. T- I had on. I had to go back through and have a look, right? But I didn't think anyone was like vehemently muggins. Uh, well, part of those people that like give the reasons why they were muggins, right? Mm. And those people that give the reasons why they were cream, right? But the people that were 100% team cream, right? That to me, it's like you you could literally sit there and say fucking anything and those cunts would have a team cream badge on, I swear it. You could be like, what's the point in toilet paper? Why don't you just wipe your hand across your shitty arse? You're going to wash it anyway. So just wipe your arse with your hand, wash it in the sink, soap works. And you have people going, 100% team cream? Well, Why would you fair, not touch your own shit? You're going to wash your hands anyway. To be fair, I do actually agree with toilet paper is pointless, but that's only because I've got the Japanese toilet seat. I think uh, anyone, and I mean anyone that uses toilet paper, is a lesser person than I. Um, so do you, just, do you not use toilet paper first and then do the wipe? Do no. the toilet? So it, no. it completely cuts out the middleman with it? Well, like, so what you can do, like, is it... So obviously, man, it's a good warm blast. Like, it, it fucking it rotates, it fucking oscillates, it does everything, it gets all the shite away. And then and then you can have it blow-dried, but sometimes sometimes you just... You don't want your arse blow-dried. No. So that's when I'll occasionally get, like, one bit of toilet paper and then and then it's just, like, a, a drying wipe. 
Um, and then, and then, yeah. Mind you, man, like, with the, I mean, with the shit, with the taking a shit, and then just using your hand to wipe, I wouldn't do that, but i tell you what I, I would do. If I've done a shit and I'm about to go for a shower, I'll just, I'll just pop right in the shower there. I, I still wait with. Because now I'm going in the shower, but I'll, I'll be less vigilant. I'm not going to dig right in. I'm not going to draw blood like I sometimes do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, give, I'll give it the, f- the first couple of cursory ones, but you know, the last couple where you're checking the toilet paper at the end, mm. I'd, I'd maybe bypass that bit because I'm going to go in the shower. No, no, but fucking. You, you'd actually like blast the bits of like hangy poo and the winnets into the, to- into the shower floor. No, kick the job, do the dream. Because uh, I, I think your yeah, team cream brigade, brigade are getting tested to the limit here. Like, they're still <laughs> going to be there, man. They're like fucking Boris Johnson supporters. They're still going to be there. They're 100% team cream. I, I must be doing the toilet hole. I must be doing the plug hole with me too. I, 100%. I, all the way. All the way. Sometimes, sometimes I just shit in the shower. Yeah. 100% team cream me. I, I just Bobby. shit in the shower. <laughs> I, mush, I sometimes get on my hands and knees and mush it doing with my face. That's how team cream I am. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you just don't like being outvoted here. <laughs> fucking, I've been a terrible loser, Danny. I've fucking ruminated on it, me. I've been I can, dying for I this podcast, tell. me. I can <laughs> fucking tell, mate. Mate, man. What the fuck? You've come, you've come in with a narrative you've created in your have, head. Fucking hell, I've been off for a week, man. I've been off for a week. I've had fucking knee energy. I've had no today. And I've had a bunch of people saying that they would fucking just put the toothbrush straight in their mouth after 100% all the way. All None all of them the said they would put it straight in their mouth. None nah. of them said. And now, oh. mate, I'm building it. I'm, I'm building it. Because I've judged them, right? Because I've judged me and I've judged them. And this is where we're at, right? We've got people who judge me for fucking being over hygienic. Coming, who... coming from the fucking man that also picks his nose <laughs> yeah, and eats it, by the way. Okay, I was thinking of that. Ball. I, was thinking, I was thinking of that now. The day of the fucking hypocrisy on both of us. The hypocrisy on both of us. Because fucking... Because I... If I, wipe, if I wipe my nose like that, right, and I've got a booger on it, right? We know. Please don't tell us again. Right? I'd put that doing the hatch if it meant I was in public, <laughs> I was in public right? Because that fucking come with my nose, it's fresh and it's mine or Matt. That's not going to take oh, anything. Oh, don't say it. it's fresh as if it's like fucking fruit and that makes it better. Fresh is worse in this scenario. Fresh <laughs> is way worse. Don't fucking say fresh as it. Oh yeah, when it's got more of the fucking nutrients and more of the fucking flavour. Yuck, worse. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let it, wouldn't let it rot on my hand and then. <laughs> I would. I wouldn't wipe it on the side of my fucking chair and then come back to it a couple of days later. Like fuck. Fucking Will Ferrell and Elf picking off old bits of chewing gum and eating them. Uh, but so I'm that guy. But if I drop my to- my to- toothbrush, I keep calling it a toilet brush because it is now. That's what it is, and that's what it always will be from the minute that I get it out. You know what? You can't unbecome a toilet brush. <laughs> so when he wipe do the toilet brush, and like you know, I give it a rinse and uh. then touch your teeth with that. No, absolutely not. No. What because is that? What? Is that because it's done it too many times? Uh, also, it's done it too many times, and then also like it's sitting in that wee pot of just like toilet water and shit and everything. And I know there's extra bit. Like it, it's not just touching the toilet; it's stewing in in like fecal matter and bits. And also, that's not a good brush for your teeth, mate. That'd be mad. I get the side of my nose. My gums would be sore. Oh, no, I no. could get my lips. It would be like a car wash. You put it in full mouth and then start like get it between your palms, <laughs> flat palms, and start like start like yeah, you know, like you're starting a fight. I'm trying to explain the hand Aye. movement of the listeners. You can Aye. see us on Zoom, and then just absolute car wash the inside of your mouth. Toilet brush would be about that. Actually, I've changed my mind on all of this. It was, <laughs> man, that would fucking gut the top and bottom of your mouth. You'd lose and, uh, some taste buds. Oh, I've had a I had an ulcer right on me. Inside of me lip, like kind of mm. on me tooth line, and it was rubbing it. it, it, it I've been in a fucking bad mood with it. I can tell. He <laughs> <laughs> came in here fucking raging. Came out. No. I'm surprised you didn't have the fucking opposite of Schindler's list. Here's the list of the people that are not allowed to listen to the podcast anymore. Uh, that, that I'll pull in the Patreon. I've lost, I've, I've lost about 40 quid there, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull the Patreon. 
<laughs> I'm like, fucking hell, Christ, can't... I'll tell you how much I didn't love Daniel, unsubscribe. <laughs> oh. yeah, I just fucking, I thought, I'd, uh, I thought I'd come in with a bit of a rage on. Let's uh, let's do something that annoys everyone at this point and, and just lose all of our fans and just go for a five minutes uh, discussion um, about Scotland beating England nil nil. Aye, it was a, it was a good turn up for us. I I thoroughly enjoyed the match. Oh, so I I did to like now and I know I did at the time. Um, because man, we were so underdogs. Like just in this, and also like to ourselves, man. I was convinced we were going to get gubbed five one, right? And I was going to be celebrating that fucking one goal. But like, this was, so, of- was so bad against the uh, Czech Republic. Yeah, that yeah. like I didn't, I didn't have any doubts in my mind that we were going to beat you like two uh, nil, two nil minimum. I was like, this could actually be a fucking embarrassment for Scotland. Aye, and then and the pundits were saying all the same things. Fucking Rio Ferdinand was predicting five or six nil. Nobody could see it going either way. And then, like, and you, and you can't even blame people for predicting it. You saw no, the, the Czech Republic game. Aye, um, but then, man, the like it just Tierney the, was the, amazing. The event, the occasion got to all of the Scottish form, players. Form goes out the window in a derby. So your form it, completely out the window. The fucking expectations gone out the window in a derby. It was a proper derby. And because I'm a Newcastle fan and Sunderland just haven't been around lately. Aye. <laughs> I haven't had a proper derby feel in a while watching a game. It was it, uh, it was joyous, man. It like, meant I, I, something? I, We'll, we'll, we'll still go out, look, because like, Scotland fans are currently like, there's there's like, even if we beat Croatia, there's only like a one in four chance that we'll get through to the next um level but people are like so if France and Germany win and then if Turkey do this and if this happens and Scotland get to the knockout stage I'm like lads this is required as winning against Croatia which I don't think we will unless we play like we did against England which we won't because it's not fucking England <laughs> and there's and you don't like as much as it means to us to fucking get through it doesn't mean as much to us as not fucking losing to you wankers <laughs> Uh, um, that's that's such a shame because if you could shift your mentality a little bit, you could gone through. Oh, well, maybe, maybe, maybe we can. Maybe we can. Maybe, maybe I'm I'm being pessimistic here. Uh, but fucking, fucking, I shouldn't have kissed Billy Kilmore. Ah, uh, he deserved it though. He deserved a big smoocheroo. Ah, he did, and now he's got he's now he's got the COVID, and he's out of the fucking. Ah, uh, that the that's match. that's a massive loss for you. He's fearless. Him like he's absolutely class. Yeah. Um, so. I think it's hilarious how like um, like you know you and Mark Nelson and that were just like look just the way we were in the last World Cup we kind of be a run just for this one and all that we're kind of um, being the, he's left the football there WhatsApp chat and then England are about to play Scotland and I started getting messages off Mark Nelson drunk just going I fucking love you mate have yourself a good evening and all that and I was like are you an absolute sweetheart when it comes to the crunch? Uh, no, but it's, it, uh, our problem, <laughs> that's the excuse we use. The reason we actually, is because we just, man, we get, we get England fucking coverage. We get all the fucking England fan. I'm just, I don't want to look at any of your shite fucking it's coming home memes. I don't want to hear about fucking Elliot's bullshit fucking analysis of the fucking England. I don't want to see all of uh, you guys hype yourself up and then not be allowed you know, to you fucking know, laugh you know what, again. You know what the football chat's been? People just sharing videos of the Tottenham army tearing it up in London. It's been fucking hilarious. Aye, the group that we've got, we've got all of those. It's been fucking class. But did you see the great video um, of when Tyrone Mings and Declan Rice are getting uh, interviewed for Sky Sports? Aye. And it's just the Scotland fans chatting. You're just a shite Billy Gilmore. Well, that, it was yeah, just a shite Grand Handley to Tyrone Mings, right? And I felt a bit ripped off with that because that's what uh, the jury shouted to your guy, David Louise. You're just a shite Colaccini. And Aye. that worked because he looked like Colaccini, right? And in uh, in David Luiz is arguably better. Who, right. who well, I don't right? think that's exclusively so, Newcastle thing. So, I, think it's I know, right? But I was just right. like, oh, people are sharing this as if it's like class and funny. But like, literally, the, the two guys you're on who are a different colour, like, he's aren't even playing the game right. You're crowbarring it in. And then it completely redeemed itself because they were chanting to the William Shakespeare statue. You're just a shit Robbie Burns. And I was like, <laughs> all right, all right. If he's a dean at everything, until, everything right. and everyone until you land on a funny one, then fucking funny. It's um, uh, now after that fucking result, I was gutted that we weren't in the uh, London for, for it. I would have loved to have been down there and fucking experienced that. Uh, just energy. Become, become a viral video. 
Aye, but I guess now we'll just have to wait another fucking 20 years until we qualify for something else to yeah. uh, aye, to, to be able to celebrate a tournament where we didn't even score a fucking goal. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm married to a, a Scottish woman who's always, always hated Scottish football because she's grew up in Glasgow in the old firm and thinks it's fucking horrendous. And just like mm. life would be better without a kind of fucking attitude. Like our, fam- our family are big into Scottish football. And uh, she's never really paid half of an interest in football until she starts going out with me and I get her into the Premier League and she watches the Premier League and oh, I didn't know how football could be good. Aye, <laughs> right? aye. And she gets she gets to know all the players. She fucking watches through lockdown, she's watched practically every single game with us. Like she's she's as into the football as I am at this point. It's great for me. And um and she started looking like she was leaning towards England because she knows all the players. She loves mm. Phil Foden. She's watched his entire career pretty much up to this point. Mason Mount too. Uh like I'll, I'll, Jack, she's been paying a massive interest in Jack Grealish all the handsome ones <laughs> she's just showed like such an interest in them and like wanting them to do well and that I thought that she was like had no allegiance going into the England-Scotland game and she was just interested in the players that she knows Aye. as soon as the fucking morning when the football came she just switched Aye. she was just flower, singing Flower of Scotland Carl as a wanker fucking slagging off England laughing at the Scotland fans going if if England fans were doing this it would be gross it would be fucking gross but because it's Scotland fans it's totally fine and it makes us laugh and I find it heartwarming aye yeah but that's but that's because we do it like ours is genuinely tongue in cheek like we know we're shit like this is like this is a celebrate like a shit team got there and we're sitting like hey look we're with the fucking big boys for once we don't have you know, some fucking divine right to a trophy or victories. Uh, and uh, when when we were watching the game, she was having all our Scottish friends um, send voice memos of uh, Scotland chants for like David Marshall and for John McGinn and all that, so that she could play them while we were watching it. So it was developed a bit of an atmosphere for Scotland within the house. It's <laughs> 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 just constant chanting coming out of my phone. Um, I, I did Cara, Cara got properly into now Cara grew up because her, her dad's a, a Selic fan um, so she grew up uh, being forced to watch football so she does know like a fair bit and also she likes um, uh, she like well she likes Chelsea players because Chelsea players make me happy and she likes seeing me happy but uh, watching the football with her was man there was points where she was tenser than I was like mm. it's really class to have a missus who's at uh Something like not not necessarily even exclusively football, but see when somebody sees something that you love and just goes right. I guess I'll try and love this too. Then Aye. if this means that much to you, it's good. And and to be fair, Cara's and both and Natalie very good for it is um, with stand up as well. It was always one of my fucking big things for relationships, which is like I cannot be with someone who doesn't also understand that they're getting into a relationship with comedy. Like, mm-hmm. I could... You know those comedians, like, that do fucking joggers in the comedy clubs and their partner hasn't seen them do comedy in, like, four or five years? I'm like, how do you do this? Like, how do you... Is that how I, you lost the love for it? Because I, there was never love for it within your household. Like, you're not able to go home and, like, talk about the gig and, like, Cara doesn't give me advice, but she knows when a gig's gone well and she knows when a gig's gone badly, but she's also able to go, look, I understand. Like, when I when I come off stage sometimes, as we both do, and the gig's gone fine, to, and to the audience, they'll think the gig was fucking great. But you know that was your bottom 30% of gigs. And you come off and, and you're like, oh, God. And some, you get people go, but that was great. And you go, yeah, to you it was great because you've seen this show twice and so out of those it was still fucking good I've seen this show 200 300 times I know what I'm capable of it's nice to have the person that there's going I know it didn't go the way you wanted it to but just to give you the fucking perspective of someone there and and the support I did a gig uh, a few weeks back, like outside of the tour, and um, one of the actors. You, uh, you fucking did what? what? <laughs> mate, honestly, you fucking did what? Uh, honestly, Who? What's mate, his name? What's his fucking name? What's his fucking name? I just sometimes need a break. You know what I mean? A bit of strange. It keeps us interested, Daniel. It keeps us interested in our relationship. It's it's. I do it for you. Oh right, I do okay. It to keep and myself fresh right. for you. Where was it? How was it? Was it better than mine? Was it better than my audience? It was in Liverpool. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't better than your audience. It was just different. Your audience, Daniel. Oh, good, different. Just different. 
No, mm, how different? Explain. Well, I just think I got to go on last. <laughs> <laughs> watching the gig at the back of the room uh, one of the comics that was on uh, his last was with a properly interview stand up in, in, in God Comedy and all that right and um, I, I, I hadn't seen this comic that much right I, I've known him for years I just hadn't gigged with him many times and um, and I thought he'd had a good gig and she just knew she was just like oh he wouldn't have enjoyed that oh, and right. I was like she knows comedy She not, not just knows comedy she knows what makes him tick she knows what and he's looking forward to a gig. She you knows like, what she knows what those jokes normally get, and and she's able to go, okay, that bit didn't get a laugh, and I can see that he sped up here. And, yeah, oh, that's a class comedy partner. Uh huh. I uh, absolutely. And I was just like, oh, she she absolutely fucking nas him inside out. I try to because Cara's so very good um, with with stand up, and she loves it, and like. Man, I make her watch Bo Burnham stuff all the time and I talk to her about the art of it and I'm like the crafting and she sits there and she just, she likes it because I'm passionate about something and she likes seeing me talk passionately about stuff. I fucking try to have the same interest in her work. but <laughs> <laughs> And I do, every day I'm like, how's work today? And she'll tell me and, and, I, and, I, and I listen and I don't understand um, what she does. I, I mean, I get it, kind of, but just I'm good for... I'm good for the bitch and bits. Like, where she's just like, I'm fucking sick of all these fucking old cunts. Like, I've got to do this fucking thing, and none of them understand the rules. And because they're old, and because I'm a little girl, right, they just think they can fucking talk down to me. And they, because I'm this person's assistant, I'm nobody else's assistant, which means I don't have to do anyone else. And they'll be like, can you do this? And she'll just go, no. And and they, they, these are men born in the fucking 50s who are like, what do you mean no? I don't get told no. You're not my wife. So it's like, what's this? Uh, I'm good for like being like, oh, those those bastards. But see, when she's talking yeah. about how hard spreadsheets are, I'm uh, like, man, do you want to talk to Marlena? Because she'll. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand the the, in, the ins and outs of me wife's day. I she'll, she'll tell us bits and bobs here and there, but like, you know what? We can't look. Our jobs are just a bit more interesting. I know, but and I, and I know that's true, and I know that she would say that too. But part like, of me does feel like, like guilty because I do want it to be like an equal relationship. But, like but it doesn't need to be in that respect. Natalie would rather talk about my work than talk about her work. Aye, that's not just that's not just a me thing. That's also a her thing. Oh, but yeah, can you imagine being in a fucking relationship where <laughs> where where she was like, can we talk about my work now with the same sort of, you know, uh, I need you to care about this as much. But I'm like, but I, but fucking Greg Davis doesn't work at your work. Like, <laughs> your, your work is nobody's hobby until it becomes the job. Yeah. <laughs> I also like, I, like I, I, I'm constantly like the people we get to interact with. I guess are like people that are again lovers of our job and like they're 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 craftsmen and women in their own way and they're artists and they're and they and you know they they love talking shop and they love all this stuff and i guess people just don't have the same passion in a lot of office jobs as Uh, well and you know what like in 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 our staff rooms we get to hang out with like the funniest people in the world and that's a fucking real selling point (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a real perk of the job. Mind that time we done the festival in Galway and we were backstage and it was me, you, Glenn Wool, Andrew Maxwell, fucking Reg D. Re- Hunter. Reg D. Hunter. Uh-huh, and just the fucking, it was lit back there, man. It was like, it was kind of locked in, like in the office, the admin, oh, yeah. o- admin office, and we're having a few beers in there and it just went off, man. Like everyone on fucking top form. And I'm, I'm sure... I'm sure when like all the best heads in HR get together and start fucking spitting fire about HR, I'm sure on a level to somebody that fucking is interesting. Well, I bet HR is actually good because I get because HR people they'll not be bitchy to anyone else in that office because their job is to deal with bitchiness and to deal with you know all this sort of stuff. But I bet when all the fucking HR heads are in a room, they're like, right, fucking masks off. Do you know who's a fucking cunt? Uh, the go- the gossip, <laughs> turning turn the, go- the the gossip they've harvested over years into opinions. Opinions Aye. I'm not allowed to have at work. 
I the oh yeah, that's their version of jokes that they can't tell on stage. Uh huh. Opinions they can't have at work. Hi, they just fucking sit there being like fucking Steve. I know, I know, I know he's not sexually harassed anyone yet. Oh, in fact, you know what? I bet he has, but just nobody's come forward yet. That's um, um. They bet they've got like a fucking Deadpool of like who they think is <laughs> who's gonna, gonna lose their job. Who's gonna lose their job? Who they wait for? Who's, like, who's gonna be like discriminatory? <laughs> Aye, somebody comes in. They're like, he. I feel like, look, I'm just get, I'm just getting a heavy hates Polish people vibe Aye. off of him. He uses I'm just the right words, a... but I can feel what he means underneath Aye. the correct use of words. Aye, every, I've almost caught him saying Polak twice, and it's so close. <laughs> I've nearly got him. <laughs> oh God. Maybe it's not gone. Maybe I'm still dying. Aye. Oh, Aye. maybe he's maybe. Oh, right. I'm going to change the subject uh, again just because um, you're... Oh, because you've got PlayStation 5 now. Yes. Uh, and it's just come out for the PlayStation 5. It, uh, I know you're enjoying God of War. I'm glad you're enjoying God so of War. So good. Man, I'm... I spent Father's Day just being a really strong dad. Aye. <laughs> to, Aye. That, to that boy. I fucking I love him. <laughs> uh, we're also thoroughly enjoying Operation Tango, which yes. is a really good uh, two-player that you got to play over mics and one of you's a spy, le- one of you's a hacker. I played level one with my dad Aye. yesterday. We were waiting for my brother to come on Rocket League because that's what I did for Father's Day, a little game of Rocket League with my dad. Um, I did level one, so I'd done it from your point of view. You know how you were the hacker and oh, I was the spy. Like, Aye. I didn't know that's what you were saying. It's an entirely different game. So it's one of these such a hacker, a different you've, got game. To, you've got to go into the systems and you've got to talk to the other person who's walking around the building and get them through. Um, See that one with the laser beams? Like uh, I was like, oh, no, I get it. There's a my I've I've gotten back into one of my favourite games in the entire world, The Long Dark, and the reason I've got back into it is because one of the greatest reality TV shows I've ever seen in my entire life. It's called Alone. Have you ever watched it? No. Nah. Heard of it, uh-uh. man. It, it's insane, right? So they just send 10 people into the Arctic, right, to win a million pounds, and they go, last man standing. And that's and, and that's it. You're like, what, with you're the like, risk of death in the Arctic? Uh-huh. So they go, here's a fucking pickaxe, right? Oh, sorry, here, here's, here's a regular axe. You're allowed to take your bow and arrow, you're allowed to take, like, a little bit of wire, and you can have some tarpaulin, and you can have a sleeping bag, and you can have a fire lighter, and then also, last person standing wins a million pounds. But... We're not going to tell you when anyone else is out. So oh, so you could sh- still be going for like Matt, weeks and weeks after fucking the second last person's done. Some of these people on the show, I mean, they're all very good at what they do, right? But like the season me and Colour are watching, some guy has properly made like a little stone house with a back to a fucking cave. He's like, he's, he wasted so much calories, right? Chopping down all these. Uh, I know this is dangerous because I don't have enough fucking food. But when winter comes, when winter comes properly in this, I need to have this full house. And they just build full fucking houses with stoves. One cunt guy made a mandolin because he was bored. He was like, I've got to keep myself entertained. Mental health's going to be a big thing during this thing. What's Talks a mandolin? A, like a colouring thing? A little fucking, a little fucking oh, right. guitar. I thought, you, I thought that was them colouring in things with no. the shapes. No. <laughs> One guy gave himself a fucking tattoo, right? He's sitting there, proper hard man, finds a fucking bit of elk bone, chisels that away into a sharp point, gives himself a gives himself a fucking tattoo, then catches a squirrel and gets food poisoning off the squirrel and has to tap it immediately. Oh, One no. guy, he's walking along, he's building his fucking house, his leg falls into a hole and he just goes oh that didn't feel great and then it just cuts to three days later with the back there's just this huge pussy sack in the back of his leg and he's like I think I might have to tap out at this point because that could I could go fucking septic on this it's such a good show but it's gotten me back into the long dark so uh, how do I watch, what, what's that called is that alone a, alone and where can we watch that uh, if you've got a skybox it's on it's on that okay uh, um, oh god it's good and then get into the game uh, The Long Dark that's the one where you just land somewhere in an abandoned Arctic wilderness and you've just got to survive nice and, oh man and that, is that a PS5 game? they've just released on the PS5 for nice free. cool because I've, I've been going back through PS4 games I've done, the only PS5 game I've played that one with you which I'll tell you the name of it again Operation Tango yeah, belt belt two player so good dif- different screens got to be different screens so uh, online's perfect um, Resident Evil Village loved it. Oh, it takes two as well. Uh, oh, it takes two. I have played that. I am playing that with Natalie. 
me and me and Cara complete it. You basically play a mum and a dad who are getting divorced, and while they're having an argument, like the daughter cries onto like two dolls that she made of her mum and dad, That's and the then case. like, the and then, yeah, and then like their souls are put into them. You've got to work together. It's a team game all the way through, and you're helping you and the squirrels beat the wasps, and you're just like you're just little miniature people uh, trying to get back to your daughter. If you're a, if you're a gamer and you're with a partner who's not really a gamer, this is how you fucking trick them into it because it's 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 not it's it kind of is a kids game but it's not but like it's simple enough controls. You, you know anyone... what? You know what I did as a baby step before that. You know mm-hmm. the um, the get to know the control pad game that's built into the PS Five, the Astro. Oh, yeah. tri- what's it called again? The little the robots. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those ones. That is such basic controls for for children, right? Aye. That my wife, who's only ever used the remote to try and find Netflix on my PlayStation, Aye. right? That's the only reason she's ever used the control pad. She got the hang of moving around with that and got right into it. And that was a good baby step onto It Takes Two. And Aye. you can actually, like, because it's multiplayer, you can do a lot of the heavy lifting with what you need to do. Yep, for them. you talk them through it and they enjoy it. Like, it's bright colours, it's nice. Uh, another great one is uh, Sackboy Adventures, me, Cullen, and Cara. Been playing that. Nice. You can play that as a three. Oh, you can play it as a four as well. So if you come round, it's Bring fucking great. Pad, class. But but uh, oh, we've got I've got four man. Nice. I love multiplayer games so much. Like whenever I get, a you want to be ready for people coming around. Yeah, my number one priority is get four controllers. Um, just because. Any uh, if any can do the toilet or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. Uh, football's starting soon, and I need to get back to my spring clean. So shall we move on to some your father jokes? Yes, I think I've got some written down. Mine's are a bit shite because... Uh, you, haven't, you haven't been very well, Daniel. Ah, uh, yeah, but I have been spring cleaning. Like, I literally delayed this podcast by 45 minutes because I was enjoying the spring clean so much, so I do want to get back into that. Also, I've been off. I've been you, off. You know weed. how to live. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been off weed for ages, right? And I'm because uh, I'm I'm an addict, and uh, I just need to fucking get back into a stage where I'm in control of it. Um, and the vape pens are just so fucking deadly and, and easy to use. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna too convenient. I'm, yeah, too convenient. I'm gonna take some time off of it. And then when I was cleaning today, right in one of the cupboards, I find a fucking wee bag of weed. A fucking wee bag of green. That actual green. Aye, so I've so I've said to Cara, I've said to Cara, a reward. Right, Use a reward system. Aye, and I go look, look. It's and I'm, I'm not going to go back to the pens, but there's enough in this for literally one fucking hit on a pipe, and I might fucking uh, might do that later on tonight. Nice. I right, treat yourself after I think. Also, um, enjoy enjoy the football tomorrow, because um, thank you, friend. I'm you gonna, too. I'm gonna uh, set up a little war room in my living room. I'm bringing the other telly through. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that on. I'm gonna have the England well, game and Scotland game on separate tellies, and we can both go through together, holding hands, skipping into the last sixteen. I'm not optimistic, but I am hopeful. But even when we inevitably get fucking knocked out for whatever reason, I got to watch my country play in the fucking Euros, and it's been a joy. Let's just hope you get to watch them score. <laughs> oh man! Because there's some just a big celebration videos going around for. The kids to look back on again. But Dad, you didn't score in that tournament. You're like, <laughs> no. but look how much fun we had. But we beat England Ima- nil nil. Imagine we had scored at some point. <laughs> so hopefully you get to have a goal. Instead of wanking himself silly, your dad wanks himself sober. <laughs> like you know those five AM Coke wanks when you just do it to knock it yourself out. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, your dad broke his nose, Eskimo kissing Elliot Steele. <laughs> uh, your dad holds his breath until he gets what he wants <laughs> your dad has piss flaps on his butthole uh, your dad thinks rhinos are just male unicorns <laughs> no wonder they're dying no wonder they're dying there's no females it makes sense why would I be sad that they're dying I've not seen any female ones out there it's not my fault it's not the hunter's fault there's no broads <laughs> That's Kev. Uh, your dad registered to vote and he keeps telling people he's on the register. <laughs> uh, your dad eats humble pie regularly, but he's also partial to self loathing Vianetta and suicidal meringue. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, suicidal meringue. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right, you're right. <laughs> hey. uh, your dad thinks hitting children is fine because he turned out all right. <laughs> <laughs> 
and you, and you, and you. All of your dad's big toes. All of your dad's toes are big toes. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see the Patreon subscribers on Thursday for another. Aye, if, they're, if they're still around after we tirade. <laughs> after Kai called you all out for having the audacity to have an opinion and some logic, um, you can subscribe to that. 100%. We're still hundred <laughs> percent. It'll be it'll be uh, another lot. It'll be the last lockdown special. Hopefully, the last isolation special we'll ever have to do. Yes. Jinxed it. And then uh, we'll see people in Birmingham over the fucking weekend. Yeah. And then there'll be more shows next week, but we'll plug those then. Right. See you later, mate. Bye.